On the show today, Rich and I discuss how to make a Texas Twinkie, the wonderful Dr. Pepper ice cream, and, of course, we enjoy a cocktail. I'm your host, Brad Jackson, and you're listening to the July 16th, 2023 edition of Coffee and Cochon. Rich, you like to experiment on the grill and on the smoker, and you made something recently that I want to highlight because I think it looks incredible. It is called a Texas Twinkie, and it's not a sweet thing. It's a meaty thing. Uh, It's a grill thing. Let's talk Texas Twinkie. What is a Texas Twinkie? A Texas Twinkie is traditionally made with a jalapeno that has been filled with brisket, cream cheese, uh, shredded cheddar, and then wrapped in bacon and smoked or grilled until the bacon gets cooked. I have a bunch of pork shoulder, and so I made it with pork instead of the uh, brisket because that's what I had. You know, the, the thing is, it's, oh, well, you can do this with your leftover brisket. I didn't know there was such a thing as leftover brisket or pork shoulder because when you cook that much meat, the whole goal is to have some. But what you do is you take a large jalapeno and you cut a T in it. So just underneath the crown, you cut a slice across the top with a paring knife. And then you cut from the middle of that slice down to the tail of the jalapeno. Gently open it up, use a spoon to scoop out all the membrane and seeds. And then you fill that with a mixture of you know, you, you take some of your smoked meat, you mix it with a block of softened cream cheese, a handful of shredded cheddar, and you mix it all in there or mix it together. You stuff it in there and then you wrap it tightly in bacon, uh, put some toothpicks in to secure it. And then I threw it on the smoker, which took about an hour or so for the bacon to be cooked. And, uh, when you get to a, the bacon is pretty much done. You can do an optional step, which I went for, and that is to glaze with a little barbecue sauce and leave it in for another 10 minutes for that sauce to set up. And they are delicious. That sounds incredible. <laughs> that just re- sounds really awesome. So when you made that, did your family like jump for joy, do backflips and like cartwheels and stuff? The ones who like spice did. <laughs> Not everyone uh, jumped on it. I did do an alternative recipe, which was eaten less. Uh, we're, we're, we have a garden this year, and we had a handful of bell peppers, and I had too much of the mixture, the meat-cheese mixture, so I stuffed a couple of bell peppers. And since I couldn't recap those, really, I propped them up uh, so that the stuff wouldn't come leaking out. But uh, those ended up delicious as well if you're looking for a less spicy variety. See, I like that as well. I think that might be fun too. So yeah. when you used the um, the leftover pork shoulder, uh, how did that work with all the with the bacon and everything else? I imagine that worked pretty well. Oh, it was delicious. It was just a pork explosion. It's like a, a party in my mouth and everyone was invited. <laughs> Okay, so these seem these seem pretty simple too. This isn't something that's incredibly complex, right? Yeah, no, it's very simple. I saw the recipe on Instagram as I find so many recipes because as I keep saying, I have trained the algorithm to just serve up uh, grilling and smoking tips. 
which, you know, good use of the algorithm. And I saw people making these. It's the funny thing about these viral things is everyone makes everything at the same time. You know, next week it'll be something else. But I love jalapenos. I love smoked meat. I love cheese. And so I decided to put these together. And it is one that I will make again. That sounds fantastic. Um, Okay, so if you're making that, you need a good drink. And you... Have a good one. A caipirinha. A caipirinha. Well, I'm sure I'm saying it wrong. I'm sure you're going to say it wrong. But, yes. I, but uh, all in all, this is a very tasty drink, right? Yes. So this was actually one that I first had in college decades ago, and I did not like it. Uh, I had a friend who was working at a rum bar called Rumba, and so we would go hang out there. And, of course, they served the caipirinha, which I told you I was going to butcher it. And at the time, it just wasn't something that appealed to me but recently I got a wild hair and was like I just want to try this again so I located a bottle of cachaca which is the alcohol that goes into it and cachaca is officially labeled a Brazilian rum in the United States it's part of a 2013 trade agreement but it is not rum as you would traditionally think of rum Rum is often made of molasses, the, the byproduct of the sugar-making process. And, you know, in Jamaica, Puerto Rico, places where you traditionally rum is made, sugar-producing countries, and you don't want to waste, and people want to want to drink, so they figured out how to use these byproducts to make rum. Cachaca is made from cane juice, from the pure sugar cane juice. And it's pots distilled the same way as rum, but it ends up with a very different flavor. It's almost a, a little funky, like a, a coconut water or something. It does not have a coconut taste, but it just, it's kind of an earthy, funky flavor that was what did not appeal to me in my younger days, but I found I appreciate it now. And it's a super simple drink to make. You take a lime, an entire lime, and put it in a double rocks glass. Uh, you cut it into four sections first. You top that with two teaspoons of granulated sugar. This is a very important point. You don't want to use simple syrup because you need the grittiness of the sugar to help express the oils from the lemon peel. So you take that whole, I'm sorry, lime. So you take that whole lime with the two te teaspoons of sugar and you muddle it in your glass. And muddle it real well, get all that juice out, uh, get the oils from the peel, uh, thanks to the abrasion of the, the sugar. And then you add two ounces of cachaca and ice, and then you sip it. And it is delicious. It is great for hot weather, for being outside in front of your smoker, in front of your grill, because it's super refreshing. Which, as you can imagine, you know, Brazilians know a little something about refreshing drinks. You know, this is not a place where they're going to, uh, you know, serve up a lot of hot chocolate and things like that. Well, uh, I think you are living through the same heat wave we have here in Texas right now. And it's it's like living inside a smoker. Um, yeah. So something like that sounds really refreshing. That sounds great. And I love the idea of muddling the uh, lime with the sugar because you're right, you get a lot of you got a lot of oils out of it from that. Yeah, and uh, so I would recommend it. I do not remember the name of the cachaca I bought. Uh, I had two options. There is an aged version. I went for the the clear 
uh, just regular cachaca, but it was both the same brand. But, you know, maybe in other places, uh, maybe if you have a strong Brazilian population, there will be more options. But it's one of those things that if you go to the liquor store, uh, they may or not may or may not know what you're asking for, but it's probably in the rum section because of that trade agreement. Interesting how, how international trade affects what you drink. Um, okay, let's close it out with this. There is a great new uh, flavor of Bluebell ice cream right now. Um, Bluebell is from uh, Brenham, Texas, a place in East Texas near Texas A&M. Um, and uh, it, it is a Dr. Pepper float ice cream, which, of course, incorporates another great Texas tradition, Dr. Pepper. Um, I got to tell you. <laughs> so this, uh, this came out a few weeks ago. I found it first, and then I, was, I tasked you to find it so that we could talk about it on the show. Cause it was so damn good, but I've got a great story about this. So my, um, my brother is actually Dr. Pepper's lawyer, um, uh, which isn't as cool as it sounds, but sometimes it is. And, um, uh, I was telling him about this just this last weekend that when we heard this flavor was coming out at our office, uh, it became our office mission to find this ice cream, to track down this bluebell. Now, lucky for us at the state Capitol, uh, is, a cafeteria that serves Bluebell. They have a Bluebell supplier. And I uh, begged, pleaded, and and ordered with the right people and got us this Dr. Pepper ice cream at the Capitol. And I swear to God, it was like children on Christmas when this thing arrived. Like we all just flocked to the cafeteria, bought out the whole damn supply of uh, this Dr. Pepper ice cream and uh, had what was essentially an ice cream party uh, at our office. And uh, this this ice cream is wonderful. It honestly tastes like a Dr. Pepper float just in a bowl. Like it's they did a great job of it because you get a little bit of the syrupiness of the Dr. Pepper. Um, and then, of course, you have the great Bluebell uh, ice cream. It, it is a wonderful mix it is a limited time flavor, so if you are a listener and you are a fan of Dr. Pepper, track it down. Go to whatever your local grocery store of choice is that carries Bluebell and make sure you ask somebody to uh, get this for you because this stuff is fantastic. Now, I found it at an HEB uh, here in Texas. Rich, where did you find it in Arkansas? So I actually found it at the Walmart neighborhood market that's about a half mile from my house. So apparently Walmart has distribution deal with Bluebell for this special flavor. So it is a store where you can find it. And I, like you would recommend it, I was amazed that they pulled off the flavor of a Dr. Pepper float in a carton. I, I don't know what I was expecting, but a lot of times when you have these crossover flavors where you take a flavor of a soda or whatever and put it into a different vehicle, it doesn't translate. But they nailed it with this. They really did, didn't they? Yes. It's super delicious. And I grew up loving Dr. Pepper. I don't drink a whole lot of sodas these days. I'm more of a, a, a Coke Zero guy. And I don't drink much of that. I just, you know, I, I, I drink my calories in other forms. So I, I, (laughs) (laughs) I limit my uh, consumption of things like Dr. Pepper. So it was an extra treat for me to feel like, because I could rationalize it, you know, oh, well, I'm having dessert cooling off my tongue after these spicy jalapenos. I'm not, I'm not having just a a sugary drink. Yeah. And, and I got to say, you're, you're right. They nailed the flavor because a lot of times this can get screwed up, particularly when you do these 
sort of special one-off flavors. Um, it's kind of the novelty of the deal that really sells it, right? It may not, you may not put a whole lot of effort into it, but they put some effort into this one and it works. It's wonderful. Yeah. So an interesting thing about some of the novelty flavors, uh, I was reading about Oreos a couple of months back and someone had set out to figure out why Oreos always come out with these limited edition flavors. And it's to remind people that they like regular Oreos. The whole purpose of all these special editions <laughs> is to drive people back to the original product. So I, I'm imagining that extends to other foods as well. But this time, instead of trying to drive people back to the original Bluebell, they just released a damn good ice cream. You know, it's funny you say that. Before we we uh, did the show today, my kids and I were at the grocery store getting stuff for the week, and we came across a Super Mario Brothers movie-themed Oreos pack, and we bought it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was no question. The three of us looked at each other, and we're like, well, of course we're going we're gonna to get that. Of course we're going to buy that. Um, and apparently there's, like, all these different... Uh, Oreos within the Oreos, right? Like one looks like Mario, one looks like Luigi, et cetera, et cetera. And, and the, the, the trick is to find them all sort of thing. Right. Ah, um, yeah. See, but, Another. uh, uh, yeah, I mean like we saw it and we were like, Oh, Hey, cool. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. There are a million flavors of Oreos now as well. Yeah. And some of them are good, but the whole purpose is to keep people buying the original. That's funny. That's see, See, you learn something every day. That is, that is awesome. I like that. Um, all right, Rich. Well, thanks always. Hey, thank you, Brad.